This is the first recording on the transaction analysis series or shortly known as TA. TA is a theory of personality and systematic psychotherapy for personal growth and personal change. It was developed by Dr. Eric Byrne, an American psychiatrist in the 1950s. From 1957 to 1970, when Dr. Byrne passed away, he developed it and later it was adopted and upgraded by so many eminent psychologists and psychiatrists and health workers. Now it is respected all over the world. It is a social psychology. TA is also a theory of communication, of motivation and child development. It has applications in education, in the field of uh, counseling and psychotherapy in organizations. TA has a philosophy. The three philosophical assumptions of TA are people are okay. Second is everyone has the capacity to think. Third is people decide their own destinies and these decisions can be changed. TA works um, on the basis of two important principles which is contractual method and open communication especially in counseling and psychotherapy this has important implications TA has four important fields of study the first is structural analysis which covers ego states diagnosis pathology egograms etc Second is transaction analysis proper, which deals with transactions, strokes, time structuring. Third is game and racket analysis. And fourth is script analysis. The most important feature of TA is the concept of ego states. In TA, personality is known to manifest in terms of ego state. This is the subject of our next audio. This is second in the series on TA. This is about structural analysis. Structural analysis deals with ego states. TA as we know is a theory of personality. In TA, personality is understood in terms of ego states. Ego state can be defined as a coherent system of thought and feeling manifested by a corresponding pattern of behavior. So we have thoughts and feelings on the inside which is externally shown in forms of behavior. Every person's personality can be thought of have as having three groups of patterns in it and each pattern is an ego state. 
so our ego state is a pattern of thinking feeling and behaving what is behavior in ta ta specifically defines behavior as words tones facial expression posture and gesture so when we observe a person we can understand his behavior in terms of these five elements as a person thinks and feels so he behaves so personality is manifested in terms of three groups of patterns and therefore we have three basic ego states these ego states are known as parent adult and child while writing these terms are written with the first letter upper case in order to distinguish them from the normal words of parent adult and child diagrammatically the structure of personality is represented in terms of three stacked circles which is bound by a single boundary parent consists of thoughts feelings and behaviors which have been copied from parents or parent figures adult is a conglomeration of thoughts feelings and behavior which is a response to the here and now child is a system of thoughts feelings and behavior which are replayed from childhood we have all of these three patterns in all our personality so each person will manifest his or her personality in terms of p a or c jada three ego states This is the third recording in the TA series. Tom is very angry. He feels that his wife is not teaching him well. He throws the dining table chairs and breaks the TV. He is acting just like his father who used to throw things around whenever he was angry. Tom's thinking feeling and behaving is being copied from a parental figure he is in parent ego state sunita is crossing the road suddenly a car comes at her and she jumps back into the pavement sunita is responding to the here and now her thoughts feelings and behavior are a response to the here and now she is in adult ego state alice is happy that she has got a promotion she is jumping up and down just like she used to when she was a child and got any good news
Alice is in child ego state because her thoughts, feelings and behavior are replayed from childhood experience. Whenever psychic energy is in parent, adult or child, the right terminology to use is that the person is in parent, in adult or in child. At any moment, a person is either in parent, adult or child. It keeps changing. For example, Anna is driving a car. Suddenly, uh, another car uh, cuts in front of her and she becomes very scared. And because of this, she uh, breaks suddenly so that she can avoid a collision. This response to the here and now means that Anna is in adult. Soon, like her mother used to criticize people, she is saying, Oh, that horrible driver, how could he do this? She is in parent ego state. Anna looks at the time and remembers that because of what happened, she is now late for a meeting. She gets very tense, just like she used to whenever she was late for school. In a span of a few moments, Anna has changed her ego states several times. This happens to everyone. What ego state are you in now? Through the day, observe yourself to find out which ego state is most predominant in you. I'm signing out. This is the fourth in the TA series. Functional Ego States How do we use our ego states, parent, adult and child? Today we will focus on Parent Ego State. Parent Ego State can be exhibited in two ways. As Controlling Parent or as Nurturing Parent. Controlling parent, otherwise known as CP, is observed when a person is giving limitations or rules. Davis is asking his son to look left and right before he crosses the road. Davis is using CP. So Davis is in CP and he's using the positive aspect of CP. There can also be a negative CP. In negative CP, Davis can be seen shouting at his son for even small transgressions which really do not need any attention. Surely we know someone in our life like that. Or are we using negative CP? TA is about looking into ourselves. 
of looking at a subjective experience through the day i want you to pay attention to how many times you are in positive cp as compared to negative cp which functional ego state do you use more now another way to use the parent ego state as i said is in np or nurturing parent nurturing parent is when a person uses the parent ego state in order to be nurturing and caring Mary's friend is feeling down so Mary goes to her and asks are you okay dear This is positive MP Mary's mother is very overbearing she helps Mary even when Mary does not require it This is negative NP So each functional ego state can be used in a positive or negative manner Today we learned about parent ego state functional classifications which are controlling parent and nurturing parent signing out This is the fifth in the TA series we continue our discussion on the functional ego states So did you observe what functional ego state you are in as I mean when you are in the parent ego state Okay I hope you could figure it out Now let us talk about the adult functional ego state as well as the child functional ego state divisions adult has no functional divisions whenever you are in child you can act out of two different functional ego states that is adapted child or free child in adapted child as well as free child there are positive as well as negative aspects just like we had talked about for the parent ego state children usually adapt to the parental rules and regulations either they obey parental commands or they oppose them both are adaptations whenever this happens they are in adapted child ego state and carol is asked by her mom to stop wiping her nose on her sleeve and instead use a handkerchief carol obeys this is compliance this is an adapted child ego state johnny on the other hand does the opposite of whatever his father tells him to do this is a rebellious child ego state which is again a division of the adapted child ego state so the adapted child ego state has two further subdivisions compliant child and rebellious child but both are adaptations so they come under the adapted child ego state so child ego state 
has two basic divisions adapted child and free child adapted child again has two further divisions which is compliant child and rebellious child in free child uh, people behave very naturally their behavior is not a response to the rules and regulations of society it is a reflection of their natural impulses and needs this can have positive as well as negative aspects if you are in a meeting and you have an intuition and you express that you are in free child and this is a positive aspect of it but if you are in a meeting and you feel bored and you get up and walk around and uh, make jokes and disrupt the meeting then again you are in a free child ego state but this is a negative aspect of that likewise adapted child can also have its positive and negative aspects in compliant child people can be overly compliant and not express their needs and opinions and this is a negative aspect rebellious child can have its positive aspects when rebellion is for a good cause which is positive and socially acceptable and helpful to others many of the great leaders who have brought upon the world many reforms were rebels and it was not acceptable to society at the time when they brought these reforms but those were changes that were good for the society and later admired so rebellious child can also be put to good use the so functional divisions are how we use the ego states So in your life are you use putting them to good use or are there some negative aspects look into them okay look into your subjective experience okay so signing out This is the sixth in the TA series. Ego states are a phenomenological reality. They are not abstract concepts like Freud's id ego or super ego. Ego states can be observed in people, in others and in oneself. How? Through behavior, which in TA means words tones facial expression posture and gesture when you see a person pointing his index finger and with a loud tone and saying words like you should or you must you can make out that he is in cp likewise there are clues behavioral clues for every ego state but it is also varies from person to person 
as we are all into subjective experience as ta practitioners i want you to identify your behavior for each of the functional ego states okay so be an i specialist i in the sense of myself so be masters of your experience by being aware okay signing out this is the seventh in the ta series diagnosis how do you identify ego states the last podcast we talked of ego states as phenomenological reality therefore through behavior we can identify ego states this is only one kind of diagnosis called behavioral diagnosis so you can identify an ego state through behavior second kind of diagnosis is called social be- diagnosis if i am talking to another person in parent ego state it is likely that the other person is in a child ego state so identifying one's ego state by observing the ego state of another person whom you are communicating with is called social diagnosis the third kind of diagnosis that is possible is called historical diagnosis here we try to identify earlier patterns how your parents or parental figures used to behave how you used to behave as children the, this kind of information that is collected from the past is used to identify the current ego state so a person who comes in for therapy and he says that he assaults uh, a lot when he is angry then you ask him did any of your parents behave this way and he says yes my mother used to do the same so this is historical diagnosis the fourth kind of diagnosis is called phenomenological diagnosis this is when that ego state is experience fully and from the subjective experience one is able to identify the ego state this is useful in counseling and psychotherapy a person who has undergone trauma may during therapy uh, experience the same traumatic incidents subjectively again 
and he may detect that same ego state so when one detects a particular ego state the energy is flowing in that ego state and that can be observed in the present moment this is phenomenological diagnosis so by asking the person how he is feeling at the moment subjectively one can understand which ego state he is in so ego state diagnosis should be done by accumulating all these kinds of diagnosis as much as possible behavioral diagnosis is primary because this is something that one can observe directly This is all on diagnosis signing out This is the 8th in the TA series Today we talk about the executive self versus the real self So far in our discussions we have talked of exhibiting only one ego state either you were in parent or in adult or in child the reality is that sometimes we are in several ego states at a time maggie is in a meeting her boss is giving a presentation outwardly she looks very engrossed in the discussion she is sitting erect with the back straight and she is taking notes it looks like she is an adult inwardly however she is thinking about what the poor orator bosses she is in apparent ego state at the same time sometimes her thoughts are also moving into the movie that she and her husband are planning to see in the evening and she is fantasizing about spending time with her husband that is in her child ego state so all these ego states are active in her at the same time but behaviorally a predominant part of her nonverbal behavior and verbal behavior is in adult so the ego state which has command over most of the musculature is experienced as the executive self at the same time the ego state that the person is experiencing within himself occupying his thoughts is experienced as the real self so when maggie is fantasizing about spending time with her husband having fun she is in child her real self is child externally her behavior is that of being an adult 
so her executive self is an adult whenever this happens there is incongruity so there is a disparity between what is happening inside her and what she is exhibiting behaviorally so most of her nonverbal behavior will display the executive self which in this particular example is the adult and however there will be small clues nonverbal clues as to her real self so um her eyes could be expressing something different even though most of her other nonverbal behavior seems to be showing her to be an adult so this is how we can identify that a person is getting several ego states at once because of the incongruity This is all for today signing out This is the ninth in the TA series Burns energy theory Burn talked of psychic energy or catexis it's a freudian term Burn proposed that there are three forms of energy bound catexis unbound catexis and free catexis he imagined ego states as having boundaries when a particular ego state is dormant it has a certain amount of energy residing in it and it is called bound catexis when the ego state starts becoming active the bound catexis at least a part of it gets converted into unbound catexis this is similar to potential energy and kinetic energy in physics a monkey which is sitting on a tree at a certain height will have a certain amount of potential energy when it falls down as it is falling down that potential energy gets converted into kinetic energy similarly with ego states also when they are lying dormant each ego state has a certain amount of bound catexis the particular ego state which becomes active will convert some amount of that bound catexis into unbound catexis now The monkey also has the choice of jumping in a particular direction. This is its muscular energy where it directs its attention and free will too. Similarly, when we direct attention upon something, psychic energy shifts in that direction. This is the free energy or the free catexis. Free catexis goes to whichever ego state we pay attention to. In an early example of Maggie attending a meeting where her boss is giving a lecture, at first Maggie was paying full attention and she was responding to the here and now. She was in adult at this time her attention was in the present moment and it was in adult therefore her free catexis was in adult also 
her bound cathexis in adult had converted into an unbound cathexis at least a part of it burn call active cathexis a combination of unbound cathexis and free cathexis so active cathexis is equal to unbound cathexis plus free cathexis in a above example the maximum amount of unbound cathexis is there in the adult ego state and the maximum free cathexis is also in the adult ego state therefore the maximum amount of active cathexis is also there in the adult ego state burn said that whichever ego state has the most amount of free energy will be experienced as the real self also the ego state which has the greatest amount of active cathexis will be experienced as the executive self in this particular example adult ego state is both the executive self as well as the real self but suppose maggie starts getting bored then a part of her free energy now shifts because free energy is only energy which can actually cross cross the boundaries so it will go into the child ego state now the child ego state has the maximum amount of free energy therefore the child ego state is experienced as the real self but outwardly all her non verbals are all still in the adult ego state and the unbound cathexis in the adult ego state is the maximum so active cathexis is most in the adult ego state when compared to the child ego state so her executive self is therefore still the adult ego state so these are the uh, energy machinations explained by burn i hope uh that you found that interesting do let me know thank you for listening signing out